CW, 96.9 Jonesboro, and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, fam! is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, gangs. How is everybody feeling on a Tuesday? Hope you're doing all right. I think we're feeling pretty good. Here in the Ticket Studio, we'll go through the whole list, the whole intro, all of that, uh, the question of the day, the headlines, all that's coming up. But uh, let's tell you the basics on the show before we get started. This is the Workday Red Zone. We appreciate you tuning in here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. Of course, so many different places you can find us on your radio dial and then also online at 953theticket.com. We also, uh, well, there's an app for that is what I'm trying to say here. It's the TuneIn app. Go ahead and get that saved to your smartphone if you haven't already. Search for KNEA, and then you will be able to take us with you on the go. Uh, if you want to shout at us today, that's very easy. 870-930-3776 is the number to call if you do still like to interact with other human beings. That's the Right Fiber Hotline brought to you by Ritter Communications. And then, of course, if you would rather just interact with us on social media, that's Facebook.com slash the Ticket Radio and on Twitter. At Kara underscore Richie, I've got that KavanaughCars.com question posted for you. You can find it by using the hashtag WDRZ. It's an easy poll question today. Easy peasy. Hey, I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio for hour one by producer Alex Galbraith. Yeah, happy Tuesday, everybody. We were uh, discussing Palomas during the break. I was about to say, I think we're feeling re- we would be feeling really good on this Tuesday. Yeah. A couple of those, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, as delicious as they are, I don't think I want to have one before noon. Fair. Because that would be that would just be a problematic day. Okay, so here's here's a question. You have an eleven AM football kickoff. Do you yes. do you drink like pregame? Do you pregame Do you do you like during tailgating? You know, could you tailgate before eleven? Yeah. You, yeah. If I was now you would tweak the tailgate and you would instead be focused more on mimosas and bloody marys yes. as opposed to you know, I I'm very so I'm very seasonal with mm-hmm. my beverages. I'm very like timely with my beverages. Location matters. The event matters. Things like that. I will tell you. Several years ago, um, there was this was several several years ago, but there was an A State baseball game where they had adjusted the time and like the there was a travel issue with the opposing team or something like that. So this thing got started way early, like maybe even earlier than ten. Oh, wow. And we had all planned to be out there, and everybody, so it was like, what are we doing? So we made, um, well, we smuggled in ballpark Bloody Marys and, <laughs> and did eggs on the grill, and it was breakfast at the Tom, and it was That sounds great. Amazing. Yeah, sounds perfect. Yeah, so yes. So before 11, absolutely, you still pregame, but you just maybe adjust how you do it. Yeah, just the drink. Yeah. yeah. Just the menu. <laughs> uh, what else have we got going on today? This is not going to be a bartending class today. Uh, not on purpose, anyways. As we continue along here and get you set for everything we've got coming up today, uh, we'll tell you some headlines here in a moment. Do want to mention a, a couple of, of uh, notes in terms of guests, not just today, but tomorrow as well. Today, 
At 1.30, we're going to have our regularly scheduled visit with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. It does feel kind of weird to be here on a Tuesday and not have a midweek game to talk about. But, of course, this is the tail end of the season. So, uh, in most places, those are those are wrapped up. Either that or getting canceled all over the place due to inclement weather that somehow has popped up over 97% of our nation. Uh, but uh, no midweek to talk about, but one more series for A-State baseball this season. And, again, he will join us today at 1.30 to discuss that. Uh, an early heads up on tomorrow. This time tomorrow, we're going to be talking with A-State Track and Field Program Director, Dr. Jim Patchell. So he's going to join us right off the flip tomorrow. Very, very excited for, for that chat. As, of course, we're going to get to recap a couple championships, which is always super fun. Uh, so already looking at forward to tomorrow. In terms of some of the items we're going to throw at you today, uh, news items. Of course, um, it's been a busy time all of a sudden recruiting for A-State's Butch Jones as football has landed its first two commits of the spring transfer window. Yesterday we told you about Nate Marty, a defensive lineman who played two seasons at Princeton as he committed to the Red Wolves uh, just a few days back. He played in all 10 of the Tigers games as a sophomore last season. He's going to have two years of eligibility remaining uh, today. It was news that Devon Martin also committed to Arkansas State. He's a cornerback from Tyler uh, Junior College. And we'll learn more about him as we go on. i got to double-check on his eligibility, so we'll get to that uh, coming up here in just a bit. Elsewhere, following a complete game performance on Sunday, Arkansas's Hunter Holland has been named the SEC Pitcher of the Week. Holland turned in a career day on the mound in the weekend win over South Carolina, recording 10 strikeouts. He was also named the Perfect Game Rawlings Pitcher of the Week. In the majors... Goodness gracious, St. Louis started off their series against NL Central leader Milwaukee with an emphatic win. Uh, they topped the Brewers 18-1 to Monday night. Four Cardinals homered in the victory, including Nolan Arenado, who went yard for the fourth consecutive game. Series continues tonight on our sister station, 95.9 The Wolf, first pitch at 6.45. But also coming up tonight, in addition to some MLB action, we're going to have NBA action. The finals tip off tonight. Western Conference Finals on tap first. We'll talk more about Nuggets and Lakers as we uh, get going along here. But let's throw out this KavanaughCars.com question today. I want to know who you want to see square off in the NBA Finals. So this is not your head pick. This is not who you think is going to win. I don't care about who you think is going to win. I want to hear about who you want to win. Who do you want to see playing in the Finals coming up uh, in just a couple of weeks after we get through? These conference finals. I'm kind of interested uh, to see what will win out here today. If, if you know, we were talking to a group of NBA or television executives, it would be 100% Lakers-Celtics would be the winner of this question. I don't even know if another matchup would even get a vote. But since I'm pretty sure, you know, nobody in this room or nobody uh, listening in the area work in the TV or NBA industry then that's, you know, kind of irrelevant. But, of course, Lakers-Celtics is one of the options, and I expect it to get a lot of other votes. Of course, there's also Lakers-Heat, Nuggets-Celtics, and Nuggets-Heat. So, since you got four options, it makes for a nice handy-dandy poll question today on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. I am kind of interested to see what is going to win out here in terms of our poll. Um, LeBron, of course, has a fairly healthy haters club. It is of a large size. Probably in terms of um, all NBA athletes, it's got the most active members right now. Uh, the LeBron Haters Club versus any other Players Haters Club. 
I say that, I don't know. I bet Draymond's got a lot in his as well. Uh, ja seems to be gaining numbers in his almost on the daily. But I would still put LeBron as the leader in the clubhouse there. Of course, that being said, in this area, you're going to have a lot of supporters of the hometown guy in terms of the Western Conference Finals and who people want to see come out there. And, you know, if you want to continue to cheer for Austin Reeves and for his team to, to have a deep run and for him to continue playing at the level that he's at and be able to watch it on, on even more of a national stage each and every week. Uh, so it will be interesting to see those two forces battle it out tonight. Or today, excuse me, in our poll question, the, the LeBron haters or the Austin Reeves <laughs> supporters. But uh, we look forward to seeing what this poll looks like at the end of today's show and, of course, uh, tomorrow when that poll closes. Um, just a moment before we go to break here. Do want to remind you that this is a very abbreviated week here on the Workday Red Zone, and certainly no complaints coming from yours truly. But I'm so excited that on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the ticket is going to be the exclusive home of all 12 state baseball and softball championships. Of course, that means you all can listen, well, across all of our signals. So you can listen to the games on 95.3, as well as 970 AM KNEA, 95.3, theticket.com, and of course, by searching for KNEA via the TuneIn app. It's real easy to remember the start times here, at least the way they're originally said. You know, we'll get an extra inning game or a lightning delay or something like that, and they'll get all wonky. But right now, every single day, the games are going to start at 10, 1, 4, and 7. And again, we're going to be bringing you all of these games. So some of these teams we're going to be broadcasting are, are not necessarily in our area, but we wanted to to continue to just bring you all of these Teams regardless, we've done this for a few years now, all of the baseball and softball finals. So let's go through this slate quickly before we go to break. Thursday, not a lot of NEA representation, uh, but the games in order again at 10, 1, 4, and 7 are Mount Ida versus Taylor for 1A baseball, followed by Springdale Harbor versus Bentonville for 6A baseball. Then we switch to softball, Cabot versus Bryant in the 6A final, followed by Bradley versus Taylor for the 1A final for your nightcap. Looking at Friday's action, we're going to see the uh, Lone Oak versus Ashdown for a baseball final bat leadoff, followed by Mansfield versus Riverside, an early go Rebels there for that 2A softball title. That's going to be followed by Gravette versus Pea Ridge and 4A softball into the nightcap on Friday. Palestine Wheatley versus Woodlawn. That'll be for the 2A baseball crown. Saturday is when we start to sprinkle in a little bit more NEA love into the equation. The game's going to start off with the 3A, or the day is going to start off, excuse me, with the 3A softball final. That's Atkins versus Boonville at 10. And then at 1, GCT versus Benton, battling for the 5A softball title at 4, Rivercrest, who blanked CAC yesterday. Uh, They're going to be taking on Harding Academy for the 3A baseball final. And then your nightcap, the Blazers, taking on Little Rock Christian at 7 o'clock for the 5A baseball crown. So, again, uh, go Rebels, go Lady Eagles, go Colts, and uh, light the flame, go Blazers. That's who we're going to be pulling for this weekend. And, again, all 12 baseball and softball finals for you here on the ticket. Can't wait. Uh, Hope, of course, NEA brings home a ton of hardware this weekend, but uh, we'll make sure and, and mention this a couple hundred times between now and then <laughs> to remind you about all of the coverage that we'll be bringing you this weekend for the weekend of 
champions. I tell you what, though, let's uh, let's step aside. We mentioned uh, when we were going through the news there, a couple of, of recruits for Arkansas State football. Kind of want to take a peek at, at this roster since we're pretty much out of the, the portal uh, time for departures. And I'll also tell you why I said pretty much and not, you know, completely over. But more on that when we come back. I hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Now is the time to save at Central Buick GMC, where you can get rates as low as 0.9 for 36 months on 2023 GMC Sierras with approved credit. At Central, we've got inventory arriving daily. Lots are loaded with new and pre-owned vehicles and are available for test drives and immediate delivery today. Don't see what you like? Let the friendly sales associates at Central order it for you. Central Buick GMC on Parker Road in Jonesboro or online at centralbuickgmc.com. Nobody beats a Central deal. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. Think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol. So there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. I'm Harold Clark from Clark Property Insurance. For all your insurance needs, go to ClarkINS.net or call 931-7100. Great reputations aren't easy to come by, and we take ours seriously. Real tangible accolades to back up consecutive years of being a statewide leader and the only hospital in eastern Arkansas to receive an A rating in patient safety by LeapFrog. Our reputation means a lot of things to us. What it means to you is world-class care and an unmatched dedication to patient safety. You have a choice in your health care. Choose NEA Baptist, where safety isn't a goal, it's a promise. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Eleanor steals your heart. She was diagnosed at five weeks old, a type of leukemia, and it's associated with Down syndrome. Being able to come to St. Jude was a blessing and the best place for her. Talking to the doctors and nurses, they were on top of it. They got this, we got this. 
it's gonna be okay and we're gonna get through this. Here it's like a celebration of life. There's so much great stuff happening. The doctors and nurses are her best friends and you can tell that they love her and you could tell she loves them and that relationship is just amazing. We're just so grateful for them. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Workday Red Zone, 930-3776 is the number to call. On the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price right now. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. You can weigh in on our kavadawcards.com question. Who do you want to see square off in the NBA Finals? Of course, if you, you know, need to rest your voice today, you can also vote on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, let's talk A-State here for a few minutes and get caught up on what Butch Jones and co. are doing recruiting-wise. I want to clarify something I said right before the break uh, when we were talking about the transfer portal window. I, <laughs> first off, I'm not going to lie to you. I am never endingly confused by the transfer portal window, right? Like you, it was supposed to close on May 1st, correct? Or, or the last day of April, excuse me. And so you're sitting there and and you're like, finally, all right, so we're done. We're done. We can stop worrying about losing guys off of our team. Uh, Whoever your team may be, you're thinking, all right, April 30th, we're done. We can move on. Well, then you see a couple guys come out on like May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And then you're like, all right, all right, well, now we're done, right? Because now all the paperwork is done. So now, now it's a lock that these guys are staying, right? Well, and then you see other names come out and then you're like, well, crap. Because one of the things that I I kind of forgot about when we're talking about these portal windows is that if you're a graduate transfer, you can still transfer whenever the heck you want. So, for example, it was probably about a week ago, so long after the portal window had closed, uh, the Raging Cajuns had a guy enter the portal, Cam um, Pedesclo, I think is is his last name. Of course, that's like E-A-U-X, and I'm not 100% 100 sure on how to pronounce all things Cajun, but... Uh, very talented safety there for the Cajuns. He entered the portal, and I was like, why Why is this guy getting to leave? Well, graduate transfer. So keep that in mind. <laughs> that It is just uh, never, ever, ever ending. Although it has mostly ended uh, for these players that are, that are underclassmen. Thank goodness. Started to try and put together kind of a, a roster. Um... And I'll try and tweet out a link to it when I get it looking like I want to. Which basically kind of combines last year's roster and this year's roster with all of the newcomers and things like that. So you can kind of get the mental picture by position. Okay, A-State is losing this guy, but they're bringing in this guy. And all right, how many tackles departed? But okay, they're bringing in this transfer and, and, and this, that, and the other. And, of course, two additional transfers in the past, oh, 48 or so hours that have committed to the Red Wolves. One we spoke about briefly 
uh, yesterday. We did do that, you know, it, it kind of slipped my mind until the end of the show. So if you missed that, uh, young man by the name of Nate Marty, a defensive lineman, six foot one, two seventy. Uh, played a couple of years, so he will have two years of eligibility remaining. Kind of interesting. I'd be interested in hearing more about his story. He's actually from Orleans, Ontario, which I think uh, in in a report by A-State Nation's Jeff Reed mentioned that Malik Straker kind of helped out with the the recruiting there uh, because, of course, Straker is from America's Hat as well, which has not been a place A-State has gone to a ton for recruiting, of course, uh, the guy I think of most, m- more than anything else, when we're talking about Red Wolves from Canada is is going to be Justin McKinnis, who, of course, is still there playing in the CFL. But other than that, it's it's a pretty short list. But that being said, uh, Nate Marty is going to add to it. Um, in uh, Oh, played at Princeton. Haven't said that part yet, which is pretty important. I've got to mention the, the school that the, the player transferred from. Uh, but in 2022... He played in 10 games. He finished with 14 tackles, four and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks. And uh, again, those were last year's statistics. As a true freshman, he only played in four games. So he was injured and then was uh, was unable to return. I'd be interested. I, I feel like on paper, since he only played in those four games, that should be a counted as a redshirt year for, for him. So on paper. Um, at least the way I have it figured out in my head, that gives him three years of eligibility remaining. But, of course, we'll have to, to double-check on that. Uh, recruiting math as of late. Ever since uh, folks started getting the COVID year, recruiting math has not exactly been my strong suit. And I'm pretty sure at this point in time it takes, like, an advanced analytics or, like, calculus degree or something to be able to completely comprehend recruiting math. But, uh, again, Nate Marty, a defensive lineman from Princeton. Today's news was regarding a cornerback. And that is Devon Martin, who committed earlier today. He's uh, considered uh, what is called kind of a bounce-back guy. He started his career out of high school in Florida uh, by going to Middle Tennessee. And then after that, uh, spent last year at Tyler Juco. So just played sparingly there with with the Blue Raiders. In fact, I don't don't think I saw any statistics necessarily for Martin. Uh, But he did appear in, in several different games in the first couple of years. He was fairly highly recruited. I think it's fair to say somewhere in the neighborhood of 16, 17 FBS offers. And just a lot of schools that you would kind of think of as peer schools for Arkansas State that had offered this young man, including a couple in in the Sunbelt Conference, like Old Dominion is is one that I remember right off the top of my head. Also know he was a one-time Utah State commit, which is interesting. And also had offers from places like East Carolina, um, Ball State, Charlotte, Colorado State, UConn, Hawaii, New Mexico State, Old Dominion are some of the ones that are listed on the 24-7 sports site. So 6 foot 185 is what he clocks in as in terms of the measurables. So those are the two newest commits for Arkansas State football. Looking, you know, more specifically at Martin in that cornerback room, you know, the the, the big departure there at corner, of course, is, is going to be Kenny Harris, who is a really talented player, and he took those talents elsewhere. In fact, uh, Oklahoma State, I believe, is where where he landed. Now, you do return a lot of experience there. Uh, Sammy Johnson is back. I feel like Sammy Johnson has been in this program for forever. That's that's not a knock on Sammy by by any stretch of the imagination. We've just kind of gotten to a point now where it's just so rare for players to spend their entire career 
um, at at one place, and and I I think Sammy was actually a Anderson commit. There's very very few of those still around, so I'm trying to make sure I have the timeline correct in my head. But you know, you look in that corner room, you've got guys like Sammy Johnson, like Leon Jones, Taylor Doss. Uh, you know, James Reed, a guy they were excited about. Drew Rawls coming into the picture as well. Uh, Manny Stokes, of course, who transferred in from Coastal Carolina. They added Dante Thompson from Incarnate Word that transferred in as well. And now you've got Devon Martin there at cornerback, too. Uh, you know, defensive line has been a position that I've particularly been a little concerned about there just due to just due to the depth um, there at the line. You know, you go back to, to last year and you lost uh, those interior guys there. On the defensive line, uh, of course, it was it was due to graduation more than anything else, and, and not not departure, but still, just not having enough bodies in that room is a big concern for me, uh, because of course John Mincy departed due to graduation, and then of course you had the mean mullet T.W. Ayers uh, deciding to go ahead and, and retire as well. So big shoes to fill there, liter- literally and, and figuratively. Um, you still have guys like Tim Hardiman coming back. I think they like Ashton Rustmeyer, who redshirted last year. Of course, he's back in the fold. Brought in Micah Bland from North Alabama. They're, they're big on that guy. And, uh, of course, you've got Tim Gully that's going to be coming in as well. He was <laughs> the young man. He's just he's just uh, going to be a, a true freshman. I don't know how he fits into the mix, but he always stands out because you can find videos of him in high school running the 100. Meter dash, which is not something you see a lot from a guy who clocks in at six foot one, two ninety four, and he wasn't getting smoked. I, I don't think he necessarily won any of those races, but still, he wasn't getting smoked at two hundred and ninety four pounds. So that was uh, that was impressive to me. But uh, I, I still think they could and, and they will continue to add a little bit more defensive line depth there at the interior. So we'll see what is next for these guys a couple of other football odds and ends Uh, a little bit of alumni news today kind of sort of I've been looking around for forever for the Miami Atlanta Florida Dolphins to put out their contract information regarding the undrafted free agents that they signed and of course James Blackman signed with with the Dolphins but typically right after a, a player signs as an undrafted free agent you can head to spot track and you can see if they got any bonus money or anything like that. And finally, Miami sent that information in. And the former Red Wolves QB is going to get a little bit of a check in terms of guaranteed money. Uh, $13,000 was James Blackman's signing bonus. And uh, all in all, a three-year, $2.698 million deal. So uh, really looking forward to just following his progress. I think they uh, just wrapped up rookie minicamp. So just crossing my fingers for the best for for JB there. Some good news for a different Arkansas State alum, a guy that's actually graduated a few years back, but Forrest Merrill uh, signed a contract with the Seahawks. Really excited there. You know, it looked like Forrest was was a guy that, uh, of course, he signed an undrafted free agent contract um, out of Arkansas State with the Chargers, and, and we saw him in action in a couple of NFL games, but... He did not play last year. I think it was a shoulder injury that he had surgery on, so he was going to be out for the the full year. He was cut by the Chargers, but great to see him land with the Seahawks. Certainly hope more than anything else that he is 100% healthy and uh, hope he can stick on that roster. 
Uh, but that's some alumni news there for A-State. Some other news and notes. Got the USFL, of course, in action. I just wanted to check at the statistical leaderboards today just to see if we saw any familiar names. And there are a couple. Um, if you look at the, the receiving leaderboards, Jay Adams is currently 12th in the USFL in receiving yards. Hasn't caught one in the end zone yet, but I have absolutely zero doubt whatsoever that that is coming. Also, interestingly enough, at 13 on the USFL receiving leaderboard is Cameron Eccles Looper. How's that uh, blast from the past? Uh, looking at the defensive numbers, A-State alum Cody Brown currently ranks ninth in total tackles there with the Philly Stars. And uh, I, I love this guy that ranks third in sacks for the USFL, and that's Ronnie Bingham. I will never get tired of talking about his comeback story because, of course, I think following his senior year at Arkansas State, a lot of us thought that this was going to be a, a guy that got a shot in the league only for him to you know, tear his, his ACL in the bowl game, in his final game. So, of course, that wiped out any NFL opportunity. Battled back, battled back, finally signed with a USFL team and, or excuse me, with the CFL team. And then the pandemic happened. So he didn't play that entire year either. I think uh, finally last summer, 2022, is when he started getting more involved in the CFL, actually recorded his first tackle in a long, long, long time. And it, it looks like he's playing well right now in the USFL. So I will, I will always, always, always be rooting. For Ronnie Bingham. I mean, obviously all the A-State alums, I, I look forward to see what they do. But that guy in particular is one that I just, uh, I just, I just want to see him thrive. No doubt about it. By the way, it's almost time, or it will be soon, to start working our USFL updates, or excuse me, our CFL updates uh, back into the picture. Because they're actually going to start some preseason work next week. And there are a handful of A-State alums that are in the USFL. Not the USFL, the CFL. Excuse me. I know I'm throwing out just like this word salad of letters, this alphabet soup at you. And, and clearly I need to focus because I'm throwing it out wrong. So I apologize if you're getting confused. Don't worry. I'm confused myself too. In the CFL, in case you didn't keep tabs lately, that's where Omar Bayless ended up. He's signed to play this year with Hamilton. I know a lot of people have wondered about what's been going on with his career. We're going to see him north of the border. Looking forward to uh, keeping tabs there. Cody Grace is still with Calgary. Money Hunter with Ottawa. Justin McKinnis there in British Columbia. And, and Kyle Wilson getting ready to begin another year with Hamilton as well. So that'll be fun stuff to keep tabs on those guys. One more guy to keep tabs on. And I don't mean like this summer or coming up uh, this fall or anything like that. I mean right now. And that's Luca Naglich, who is playing in the NCAA Men's Golf Regional. Of course, he was able to make it in as an individual. And he is currently 37th on the leaderboard. He's actually up uh, a couple five spots. He was four over yesterday. Today he is even through seven holes. So we'll continue to throw out some updates there on Naglich and, uh, and his progress. But, hey, let's step aside. It is time to take a quick pause. We'll do that. We'll be right back after this here on The Ticket.
the only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Cotton prices up slightly, other crops way down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. July corn at 581 and three quarters, down 10 and three quarters, with September corn at 509 and a quarter, down eight and three quarters. July soybeans at 1366 and three quarters, down 34. August soybeans 1299 and a quarter, down 29. July wheat at 647 and three quarters, down 13, with September wheat at 660, down 12. July cotton at 8371, up 134, with December cotton at 8290, up 112. July rice at 1760 and a half, down 25 cents. September rice at 1520, down nine and a half. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle at 163.97 and a half down 35, with August live cattle at 162.57 and a half down 17 and a half. May feeder cattle at 205.70 down 80, with August feeder cattle at 231.57 and a half up 52 and a half. June lane hogs at 86.90 up 75, July hogs at 88 even up 50. That's your EAB noon market report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's farmer and landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago, and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. We were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was, so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Are you thinking of buying or selling land? Then you need a land specialist. Whitetail Properties Land Specialist Chris Bennett is a Northeast Arkansas top land agent and would love to talk to you about why landowners trust him to market and sell their property quickly for the best possible price. Whether you're looking to buy or sell hunting land, farmland, or even a rural home, Chris has the experience and expertise to help you capitalize on the current land market conditions. He also specializes in hard-to-get waterfowl properties in Northeast Arkansas. In this day and in this market, you need a land specialist. Call Chris today for a free no-obligation market analysis of your property or for a private showing of some of the finest properties in Northeast Arkansas. That's Chris Bennett, 870-819-7306, 870-819-7306, or visit whitetailproperties.com. That's whitetailproperties.com. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. 
Central Toyota is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next ride and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Toyota has new 2023 model vehicles arriving daily with APR as low as 3.99% on select models. Come in and reserve yours today. Central also has over 400 certified pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Central Toyota is Central Satisfaction. 3305 Stadium Boulevard and online at Central Toyota. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Who do you want to see square off in the NBA Finals? We're down to the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. So who do you want to see come out on top in, in both of those matchups? And again, we are asking for your heart picks and uh, not your head picks today. So you don't have to worry about if, if you're going to get this one right or not. It's just who you want to see. That's our KavanaughCars.com questions. Currently, Lakers, Celtics, the leaders in the clubhouse will continue to update you on the way our poll looks as we continue to go along. But I want to sprinkle in some, some baseball talk into the broadcast because we are finally at a point where I'm not I, I'm not dreading the segment where we talk about the Cardinals I almost refuse to believe that this is the same team that was on the field 10 days ago I, I don't know if if those guys were imposters or these guys are imposters but it's it's almost hard to believe <laughs> this is the same team that was uh that was out there before the Chicago series uh last night was wild um, that's actually one of the first games I've, I've had the TV on from beginning to end. Now, I will say once it, it became very, very clear that it was going to be a complete total butt kicking, I did kind of mute the TV and, and, and read for a little bit so it didn't 100% have my full focus. But goodness gracious, what what a butt kicking. 18-1 to the final there as the Cardinals began that series against NL Central leader Milwaukee. And just if it if it could go right for St. Louis, it, it went right is basically how that unfolded. Of course, clearly, if you've got a score like that, you're doing excellent things from both a pitching and from a hitting standpoint. But we'll we'll start with with the pitching because, I mean, good for Jack Flaherty and good for Wilson Contreras both. The game actually started just um, just a tiny bit dicey. And it was it was concerning right out of the gate because was it? The very first batter of the game where, yeah, it was the very first batter of the game. Flair walked Christian Yelich on four pitches. And you're just sitting there thinking, oh, man. Immediately after that, you had a single by Winker. And then it was just concerning. Runners on first and second, nobody out. Did get a strikeout on the next batter, then uh, another walk. Bases loaded, one out. And then you're just thinking, all right, well. That winning streak was fun while it lasted. But then Flair induced a, a double play. And after that, there was just almost no trouble whatsoever. I mean, there was like an infield single and one other single allowed in the next six innings for Flair. I mean, just... It was just fascinating to watch. I mean, this was the guy who closed out the end of 
gosh, was it 2021? How long ago was it that Flair was healthy and dominant? It feels like a million years ago. I can't even name what year it was. Where he just had that absolutely magnificent second half run. And was was unbeatable. This is, That's what that guy looked like last night. And of course, we had not really seen that guy. At the start of this season, we, we saw glimpses of that guy. But just everything he did last night was was fantastic. Uh, his his velocity was back up, which had been a concern in his previous start. And, of course, we saw him kind of go back and forth with the media a little bit. But he was up to 95 again on, on his fastball. And um, just his curve was great. And all his off-speed, all his other, the change-up was good. The slider, everything. It was pretty awesome. And, of course, one of the things that I personally enjoyed about it was the fact that Wilson Contreras was was behind the dish. I, I just still, I'm going to feel for a long time like Wilson Contreras did not get treated correctly by this organization. And not that one good appearance wipes that out, but, like, I just, I want him to have success so badly for multiple reasons. One, because, I mean, if you're a Cardinal fan, this is your guy right now. This is our guy. So I wanted to have success, and he certainly did last night. Flaherty said after the game that he couldn't recall if he shook Contreras off at all. Said maybe once in that game. And uh, had some really kind words for Contreras, saying, quote, Wilson was unbelievable tonight, just the way he's gone about his business. DHing for a while, and then he get back in there and call the game the way he did and catch the way he did tonight was just a testament to who he is as a player, end quote. I don't know what happened behind the scenes with Flaherty and the rest of the pitchers going to leadership and being like, we don't want to throw to Wilson anymore. But I'm glad that it it seems like behind the scenes that all of these various and assorted parties have got their communication issues worked out. And then hopefully that means we're going to see more performances like this, uh, not just from Flair, but from the rest of this Cardinals pitching staff as well. So again, great stuff happened last night on the pitching side of things. And then uh, great stuff happened last night, of course, on on the the hitting side of things, clearly, when you put up 18. uh, That's your entire lineup pretty much teeing off on the opposing pitcher. In fact, uh, you know, only the aforementioned Contreras, as well as Brendan Donovan, did not get a hit last night in terms of the starters. Now, they did both get on base via walk. But, I mean, just everybody up and down the lineup had a good game. Nolan Arenado right now is on a unbelievable tear. His fourth straight game now with the homer. And there was a good article about him in The Athletic that discussed what he worked on prior to the series at at Fenway. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if it can be stressed enough just how bad... Of a start he had. Prior to heading to Boston, he was hitting 202 in his previous 28 games. That is an awful batting average. But uh, it was actually, uh, yeah, it was it was when he arrived. He he arrived early at Fenway Park on Friday. Worked extensively with hitting coach Turner Ward to identify trouble spots in his swing mechanics. 
He had also been dealing with an issue that he termed, quote, dead hands, end quote. Lower body, upper body were out of sync. And so after he went through and, and really watched a lot of video and broke it down, he was able to diagnose the issue. And uh, clearly he's fixed. Whatever was broken about it, Nolan Arenado is not anymore. And also, it's just a really good time right now to be a dude named Nolan in the Cardinals lineup in general. I mean, certainly don't sleep on Nolan Gorman. That's the guy who's leading the team right now in home runs. And the best thing that is going on with with last night's Wilson Contreras start is it does kind of clarify the lineup issues just a little bit. Because if you can't have Contreras at catcher, of course, that means you have Kisner at catcher. And then Wilson, Wilson Contreras has to DH somewhere. And then what do you do with Nolan Gorman, who has to be in this lineup right now? So this just makes everything such a clearer picture. When you've got Contreras behind the ditch, the, the dish, clearly that means Gorman can DH. And not that I think every time you trot that lineup out there, you're going to end up with 18 runs. But <laughs> last night was a pretty good example of that. Newt Barr had two hits, scored four runs. Goldie had two hits, drove in two. Gorman had three hits, drove in five. Arenado had two hits, drove in four. DeYoung had a hit, scored twice. Burleson had a hit. Tommy Edmond went four for five, two runs batted in, four runs. It's just a monster night from everybody involved. And, of course, Kisner. His first time, not behind the dish in a while, comes in as uh, originally a pinch runner. And then put him at first base for a second. Then what does he do? He hits his first career grand slam. Not a bad night. Now, with all of that being said, even though this team has now won four in a row, seven of the last eight, you go and look at the standings, and guess who's still in dead last in the entire National League? Well, yes, that would be the Cardinals. But you also look at those central standings, and the Cardinals are now six and a half back from the Brewers. And six and a half back, Sounds dramatically different from 10 back, which is where they were at on May 1st. If you get to May 31st and you're looking at four back, I mean, that just changes the entire picture and that completely wipes away all of the doom and gloom from from April, right? Because if you're four back and you've got June, July, August, and September to go, then all of a sudden, nobody, nobody would be counting the Cardinals out at that point in time. But, you know, baby steps. First things first, (laughs) continue the win streak and get yourself out of the basement of the entire National League. Cardinals and Brewers back at it tonight. 645 on our sister station, 95.9 The Wolf. Interested to see what Jordan Montgomery is going to do tonight. He's on the mound. He's coming off a stinker. Uh, He has not thrown back-to-back stinkers so far this season. And, of course, for the most part, he has been the Cardinals' most reliable pitcher. So how will he bounce back tonight? We will find out later. Brewers are going to counter with Wade Miley, who is statistically having a very solid year in terms of ERA and, and whip and strikeouts and all those those good things. But a uh, little lefty-on-lefty action coming up tonight for this one. So we've been uh, at, at a good spot in terms of just recapping a lot of wins lately. So we'll see if that's what we'll be in store for tomorrow as well. But I'll tell you what, let's step aside here. It's time to take our last break of this noon hour. We'll return right after this here on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. B. 
And this is Above the Noise. Drafting a generational talent is rare for any NBA team. For starters, elite basketball prospects don't come around that often. And with the lottery in place, no team is ever guaranteed the number one overall pick. But even though the odds may not be in your team's favor, there's still plenty of hope. Victor Wambayama is a generational star. The Frenchman has reportedly grown to 7'5", with a wingspan of nearly 8 feet. He has handle, range, and athleticism. 19 years of age, Wambayama may still take some time to elevate his future team into a contender. But when you look at the impact some of the past generational talents have had on the NBA, it's hard not to get excited about tonight. Look at what LeBron did in Cleveland, Hakeem did in Houston, Patrick Ewing did for the Knicks. So if you can, tune in to the lottery tonight because with so much writing on where those ping pong balls will fall, we all may be watching an important part of NBA history. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You've heard CEO Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com explain how he's helped so many small businesses with the ERC tax refunds. In fact, Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for many kinds of businesses just like yours. Construction, retail, restaurants, bars, hotels, and so many more. Government data experts have estimated that 86% of small businesses were likely eligible to receive an ERC tax credit. The challenge is cutting through all the red tape to get your money. Innovation Refunds has specialized tax attorneys who are experienced in government application tax returns. Going to take you about eight minutes to start the process. You have to go to GetRefunds.com. No upfront charge. They don't get paid until you get paid. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds. GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Boar's Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Boar's Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Boar's Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at Boar'sKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Boar's Kitchen and Bath, your kitchen, your bath, their passion. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. Trade in and trade out at Capital Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Now through May 22nd, give $1,000 trade-in assistance or self-tax paid or no payments for 90 days on all new vehicles. Trade out to a new 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive. Now up to $8,000 off MSRP. Trade out to a new 2023 Jeep Gladiator Rubicon. Now up to $5,000 off MSRP. Or trade up to a new 2023 Dodge Charger. Now up to $2,500 off MSRP. See our entire inventory at CapitalCDJR.com. At Capital, every vehicle purchase comes with free delivery, a money-back guarantee, and a free maintenance plan. Trade in and trade out to a new 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive. Now up to $8,000 off MSRP. Trade up to a new 2023 Dodge Charger. Now up to $2,500 off MSRP. Only at Capital Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Walnut Ridge or CapitalCDJR.com. Must have traded to qualify. See dealer for details. 
Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Last couple of minutes here in this noon hour on the Workday Red Zone. I don't know why I all of a sudden went into my golf voice. Wasn't necessarily on purpose. But, since I am speaking this way, a quick look at the golf leaderboard where Luca Naglich is currently up to a tie for 34th. We will continue to update. I, I don't know what's wrong with me today. Uh, asking you for your heart pick on today's KavanaughCars.com question. Who do you want to see uh, square off in the NBA Finals? Quick heads up on the second hour of the show. Uh, we'll talk more, of course, about the NBA Finals that start tonight. Uh, or Excuse me, the Western Conference Finals that start t- tonight. And uh, more on the Eastern Conference Finals that are going to get underway tomorrow as well. And then, of course, uh, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, we will have a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. So very much looking forward to that as well. A couple of questions to throw Alex's way before he departs today. One, I know you're a Cardinal fan as well. So I want to know, as you look back over this team that has now been able to get wins in seven of their, of their last eight games, what do you kind of have circled as being the spark there that's made them not suck as of late. <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's a mixture of things. The offense, clearly from last night especially, has seemed to pick up. I think, you know, Nolan Arenado's on a completely different level now. But the, the thing that stood out to me the most from, uh, you know, the games against the Cubs and even the Red Sox, the first two at least, they were able to close out games late. Yeah. You know, the Red Sox, I think they, they won those games in the top of the ninth. Yeah. Uh, so, and that was something that earlier in the year they were unable to do. They would either relinquish the lead late or you just knew top of the eighth, top of the ninth, Cardinals weren't going to get the runs needed. So I think the confidence has changed. I think the the mentality a little bit has changed in the clubhouse. So and, that, and that's good. And that's really really important. So things seem to be clicking a little bit. If you win one of the next two games against the Brewers, you win this series. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty big shift. Yeah, I mean, it completely flips the script. It, yeah. it means you would have. Um, you know, back-to-back-to-back series wins against two of your peers in the NL Central, including yep. one that, that led the division. And then, of course, an AL East series win as well, or yeah. series sweep specifically against the Red Sox. So those would all be just, just massive. Um, Want to get your thoughts on the question of the day as well. Who are you wanting to see? Well, little known, little known fact about me is I'm actually a really, really big Miami Heat fan. Really? Huge fan. This is brand new information. It, I mean, I love the Grizzlies, too. Those are my top two teams. But okay. I think the Heat actually might trump the Grizzlies just a little bit. So I, I am ecstatic that uh, about the run that they've been on. So obviously I'm, I'm pulling for them. To, to win, I, I, I'm scared of the Celtics. If I'm being honest, I I love that we're playing them again because that was last year's uh, Eastern Conference Finals, and we lost in, in the seventh game. So, you know, I'd love to get revenge over them, but it's it's going to be tough. Uh, I just hope we're competitive. Like I feel like we're running like on borrow time now. Like we've made it farther than we should have. So, uh, but definitely root for the Heat. And then honestly, I'm I, I love the the Austin Reeves story. I'm really happy at how well he's doing, but I'm not the biggest LeBron guy, so I'm kind of not rooting for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, I, my dream matchup right now would be Nuggets and Heat. Because okay. if the Heat win, I'll be thrilled. But if the Nuggets win, like I'm not going to be upset because I can like you know I can tolerate them. So, and I like Jokic. He he deserves he deserves a ring. Yeah. So Heat and Nuggets is my go-to. Okay, very interesting. We're gonna have to get the full Miami Heat backstory here over the course of the next. Well, uh, say the next yeah. few days. Of course, well, we're not going to yeah. be Thursday or Friday. <laughs> 
early next week. Let's go ahead and make make sure we have a, some minutes there to talk about that because I want to hear it on about the sheet. that. We'll yeah. get it in. <laughs> I want to make sure we hear about the backstory. But Alex, thanks for your help today. Yeah, you got it. See you guys tomorrow. Hey, we do still have an hour to go here for all of the rest of us. And again, it will include a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, coming up at 1.30. So looking forward to that. Hope everybody keeps it right here. We've got so much more to come on today's Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. This is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Flannels Entire Service and College Football. And Ivy Leaguer joins the pack. A-State landing a commitment yesterday from Princeton defensive lineman Nate Marty. He played in all 10 games for the Tigers as a sophomore last year. He'll have two years of eligibility left in Jonesboro. In college baseball, Arkansas's Hunter Holland named the SEC Pitcher of the Week yesterday after his dominating 10-strikeout complete game win over South Carolina on Sunday. He was also named the National Pitcher of the Week by the Perfect Game site and Rawlings. In college baseball this evening in state, it's UCA and UILR for the third and final time on the season. The Bears look for the sweep this evening at Dickey Stevens Park in North Little Rock. First pitch at 6 o'clock. All Cardinals and Bush last night in the series opener against the Brewers. Nolan Arenado homered for the fourth straight game and Andrew Kisner in a grand slam in the Cardinals 10 run bottom of the eighth as they clobbered Milwaukee 18-1. Game two of the series this evening 5.50 pregame on 95.9 The Wolf. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at plans to tire service and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Hey parents, are you looking for a fun and exciting way to keep your kids active and creative during summer break? Look no further. Summer registration at the Foundation of Arts is now open. In addition to our year-round classes, we offer summer camp opportunities in dance, art, and theater for all ages, starting at three years old. Want to learn to dance like a prince or princess? We've got you covered. How about learning different art styles and techniques? We've got that too. And let's not forget our always popular Young Artist Theater Program designed just for kids. You can go from camp to a full on-stage musical production on the Forum Theater stage is the grand finale. At the Foundation of Arts, our knowledgeable, energetic instructors will guide your child every step of the way, helping build confidence and valuable life skills while cultivating artistic expression. Don't wait. Register your child for summer classes today. Enroll at foajonesworld.org. Give us a call at 870-935-2726 or visit us in person at the Forum Theater in downtown Jonesboro. Your child will thank you. The Foundation of Arts is sponsored by Arkansas Arts Council, Jonesboro A&P in East Arkansas, Bronx Casters. Hey, John G. for George Gale Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Gale Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Gale Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Gale Motors and GMC. We are professional grade. There's another deadly epidemic impacting our schools right now. Bullying. 
Unique Inc. wants to help fight for change in our community by raising money and awareness about this topic. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So through the end of this month, Unique Inc. is taking special pre-orders for bullying and mental health awareness t-shirts. All proceeds will go to a local nonprofit in our community. There are four designs to choose from, and the goal is to raise $2,000 to make a difference for students, teachers, parents, and families right here in Northeast Arkansas. For more information and to place your order, go to Unique Inc.'s Facebook page or their website, uniqueinketc.com. As this school year comes to a close, let's make next year a safer, healthier one for everyone involved. It's time to stand up and speak out about bullying and mental health. Unique Inc. on Facebook and online at uniqueinketc.com and at 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro. Visiting with A-State distance runner Paulina Meyer about scoring more points than four different teams at the Sun Belt Championship. It is about the team and not about my individual performance. So me contributing to my team is bigger than my individual win. That is really politically correct for you to say. <laughs> but I'm sure that sounds pretty cool to know that you beat four teams in the meet. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's the Second to None podcast. Presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Day Red Zone. We don't get to say that very often on Tuesday at 1 o'clock, but get to say it today. I'll tell you why here in just a moment. But Kara Ritchie with you here as we get ready for the second hour of today's Workday Red Zone. Do want to welcome in producer Ryan James to the program. You know, for a second I was kind of confused when you said halfway through the week. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> we got some games coming up this yeah. week. So, like, But was... it's, it's Tuesday? What are we doing? Yeah, right. Yeah, so this is uh, not for the ticket and certainly not for the EAB Sports Network, but for the Workday Red Zone, this is the midway point of the week, and that's Mm -hmm. because we're not going to be with you Thursday and Friday. Now, there's an excellent reason why I get to mail it in a couple days early this week, and it's because we're going to be bringing you the exclusive coverage of the state baseball and softball finals mm-hmm. um it's all 12 games by the way yeah is is what we're going to be broadcasting and that's pretty much a full day full day big day yeah thursday mm-hmm. friday and, and saturday saturday yep. so um it's real easy to remember start times for this at least the way they're set up now right again we'll we'll throw out these start times and then every single game will go to extra innings and it'll just throw all those plans out the window yeah. <laughs> yep. right now every single day games are scheduled for 10 1 Four and seven. So that's really easy to remember. Every mm-hmm. Start at 10 o'clock in the morning. Three-hour increments is, is uh, how long these were expected. But we're going to be bringing you every single game. Now, of course, that's going to include some some teams that are not necessarily in our coverage area. But, you know, the flip side of that is is we do get to bring you uh, the Rebels and the Eagles and yeah. the Colts and the Blazers. And, and we're All really excited teams, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, we'll go over the schedule here uh, because might as well. I have it in front of me and just want to make sure that everybody is super informed about what this week is going to look like. And uh, again, looking at, at Thursday. Uh, Thursday, a little a little light, a little light on the NEA content, but it's still going to be a great day of games. We're going to start off at 10 o'clock in the morning with the 1A baseball final, which is Mount Ida versus Taylor. That's going to be followed by the 6A final uh, in baseball, Springdale Harbor and Bentonville. Action is going to switch to softball at 4 o'clock. Cabot and Bryant are going to be on tap first there in the 6A matchup, followed by Bradley versus Taylor for your 1A nightcap. Looking at Friday. Uh, first things first is going to be Lone Oak and Ashdown in that 4A baseball final at 10 o'clock in the morning. At 1 o'clock is when Riverside uh, is going to be on the field in the 2A softball final. They'll be hoping to take down Mansfield uh, at 4 o'clock. Then you've got Gravette and Pea Ridge in the 4A softball final in the nightcap on Friday. Palestine Wheatley and Woodlawn in 2A baseball. Saturday is when we get to uh, a lot of great NEA action. First things first, though, it's going to be Atkins and Boonville playing each other in that 3A softball final at 10 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock. Go ahead and, and get ready to have uh, your radios on the ticket, uh, Eagle Faithful, as a GCT is going to be playing Benton for the 5A softball title. Then at 4 o'clock, Harding Academy and Rivercrest, who was victorious yesterday in uh, that CAC game. In fact, they went out and blanked CAC. But that's the 3A baseball final again, Rivercrest and Harding Academy at 4 on Saturday and then the final game on the slate, light the flame. The Valley View Blazers are going to be battling Little Rock Christian for the 5A baseball crown at 7 o'clock. I'm really excited. Uh, certainly rooting for so many of these local teams to, to bring the hardware back to Northeast Arkansas. So we will be listening along and, and rooting for, uh, for these teams. Um, CavanaughCards.com question today as we switch topics. I want to know. Hello. No idea what that was. <laughs> I don't either. It woke me up though. No idea. Sorry about that. See, I feel I like no this, idea where that. I feel like this should be like name that tune. Can you name that tune with? Yeah, like point one like seconds. Two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those challenges. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I have no idea what that Did was. Did you accidentally lean on a button? Because that was. I may have leaned on a button when I went up, but that was our two o'clock intro music. That was our two o'clock intro music. So I heard that and I was like, well, that's wolves and werewolves. Is the name of the song. But we're all good now. I'm sorry about that. It was very sudden. That's okay. See, now I feel like you need to keep us on our toes. Yeah. And like if we start to get into a lull at some point in time during the one o'clock hour. Two second thing. Play yeah. a random song and be like, name that song. Yeah. <laughs> See if we It's can just something it. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> of course, if it's not a song that we hear on the show every single blessed day, right, I don't right. know if I'm going to be able to, to guess yeah, it right. in just that short of a snippet. Yeah. If we play our stuff, though. Easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, I got it. I got it. There. There's yeah. no doubt. No doubt. KavanaughCars.com uh, uh, question. Who do you want to see square off in the NBA Finals? Right now, the leader in the clubhouse, Lakers Celtics. Not necessarily surprised by that. Of course, on the Lakers side of things, uh, you got Austin Reeves uh, that's going to be in action. That series starts up tonight, and we'll talk more about it in a moment. And then, of course, uh, Lakers Heat would be fun, but Lakers Celtics is just historical. Uh, there's no doubt about it. So, that's the leader right now, but we look forward to more of your responses on the Right Fiber Hotline at 9303776 and on Twitter as well. Uh, we'll get into the Western Conference Final here in just a moment, but we have a Grizzlies update for you. And it is a Grizzlies update that is non-John <laughs> Morant related. And it is a Grizzlies update that I, I think is positive. Um, at least It's not negative, we'll say that. Uh, but the Grizzlies did post uh, just a minute ago a statement from their PR team, uh, a medical update, saying that Desmond Bain 
underwent a successful procedure today to address a fracture of the medial sesamoid bone. I'm not saying that right. In his right big toe. So he had initially broke that toe all the way back in November. Of course, he missed the following 17 games and then returned, but he was never 100% healthy. So he had surgery, and the statement ends by saying, quote, Bain is expected to make a full recovery ahead of the 2023-24 season, and further updates will be provided as appropriate, end quote. I broke a toe before, but not a big toe. Like, if you break, you know, one of your baby toes, you just don't, I mean, it hurts a little bit, but there's not anything you can do. You know how you treat a broken toe? You tape it to another toe. That's it. Now, again, it's clearly different when it's a big toe as opposed to another toe. But uh, glad Desmond Bain appears to have gotten that all fixed up and and he's going to be ready to go for the following season. Just Grizzlies need as many players they know they can count on as possible. Looking ahead to 23-24 because nobody would be stunned if next season starts with a healthy-sized John Morant suspension. Although there have been no updates on John Morant's status since he was, you know, suspended over the weekend for allegedly brandishing a gun in the IG Live. But let's uh, not talk about that again today. Here in a moment, we're going to talk about Lakers Nuggets. But first, we're going to go to the phones and check in with Zach. How are you? Good. What's up, Carol? Hey, what's up, man? Much. Hey, look, we can go ahead and talk about it again if you want. About, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can. Y'all think Y'all think if the Washington Washington changed their mascot back to Bullock, that would be a next maybe a, a landing spot for Jaw if he got traded to Memphis? Uh, I don't. I, I still don't think he's going to be traded. You know, I I, yeah. I, I get where you're going with that, but I just I can't. See. As long as he's producing, yeah, they're going to put up with it. When he starts to decline, then they'll say like, you know, he's not worth our trouble because he's putting out. You know what I mean? But. There, there is yeah, a, a lot an organization, and this is across the sports world, will turn a blind eye to if a player is talented. They will. I mean, look at look at the Hardy guy uh, in the NFL that beat up a woman, and the jury does give him a, a fight. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, as long basically as if an athlete is producing, and, and of course there's still the fact that, you know, to the best of my knowledge, John Morant hasn't done anything illegal. No. I mean, he could have said that gun was fake, for all we know. And a toy gun. Well, it, it, even if it was a real gun, that's not illegal. Uh, you know, it just it don't look good from a, like a uh, like a from a you know an image standpoint. You know what I mean? With gun violence, the latest today. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's you know. the issue. It's not it's not actually possessing the firearm. It's the it's the I guess the imagery of it. How it looks. Yeah, the perception of it. There you go. Perception exactly. Perception. For all we know, he could have been headed to Jonesboro to hunt that big bear down, for all we know. So we don't, you know what I mean? I think, you know what? I saw a report earlier this week that it had made its way close to the Pocahontas region, but I want to say that was like Saturday or even early yesterday and have not had any reports since. Did it pass through a lot by any chance? I I don't think so. Okay. Miss Lisa, I tell you, I can see Miss Lisa taking that bear and making it a pet. I am not really good on my bear tracking skills. Anyhow, well, who y'all got the Nuggets or the Lakers tonight? You know, I I I want to win this. I, I want to see the Lakers win this series clearly because I want to see Austin Reeves and and LeBron as well 
playing the NBA Finals. But I just, Jokic is just good. He's so good. He <laughs> I don't he know what the so game good. plan is there to to slow him down. I, I really don't. I'm a little concerned about this Lakers team in the sense that, you know, there's a couple of things. One, if we continue to see AD play the way that he did at the tail end of that Warriors series, I mean, he's going to be fine. He had been really inconsistent yeah. leading up until, like, game four or five, and then all of a sudden he just kept turning in great performances. But I'm a little concerned about some of the, the Grizzlies' role players, and that includes Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves yeah. is a little bit out of his depth in terms of just the minutes that he has put on his body at this point in time. He, he never played this many minutes in high school or college yeah. or anything like that. They're, they're Yeah, they're into game number 90. This is going to be game 95 tonight, I think, for, for Austin Reeves. Um, and he's been playing 35 minutes a game in, in the playoffs and going back to when he got put into the starting lineup. I'm, I'm a little bit worried about fatigue. There were a couple of games early in the Warriors series where he looked really fatigued. And You know, one, one thing about it, Kara, he's got youth on his side. Yeah, I mean, that's true. How old is he, by the way? 24? That sounds right. Yeah, 24. Yeah. I mean, five, yeah. Years, in, five years in college. Um, one year, two years, second year now with the Lakers. Yeah, he's 24. Yeah, got a birthday hey, at the end of this month. I want to say one more thing about John Morant. You know, you know, we all a lot of us like to rip on LeBron, you know, and be critical of him. And I brought this up to JC. Told him I said, "You look at where John Morant is now, at 23 years old. Look at LeBron James. You know what LeBron James was doing at age 23, playing in his first NBA Finals. Yeah, and he's a family man. He's like Josh. He's you know he had he had children at a young age, and you know Josh should be spending time with his kids, his, his daughter, not out riding around." I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but also, it's about LeBron James grew up in a fatherless household, never been in one bit of trouble. And, you know, he, has he tweeted stuff before that's kind of boneheaded? And, you know, uh, uh, he's got a very high opinion of himself, sure. But I will say this. He's never, you know, that's, you know, he could be a role model for John Moran. John Moran said that before, too. Yeah. You know, he's more like LeBron James. There has never so. been... LeBron James is one of a kind, and, and, and this is what I mean by that. Of course, now, you know, the way that, that social media is, like, we start learning about high prospect players when they're, when they're 12 years old, right? right. There's, there are so many different players that, that are covered, and there's recruiting services and this, that, and the other. When, when LeBron James was in high school, the conversation was just about LeBron James. Yes, yeah. there were other high-profile players, but we've never seen a player – that that started out with that caliber of a spotlight on him and then go through his entire NBA career and have so few issues. There's been some mistakes and some decisions that I've disagreed with along the way, and I think if maybe if you ask LeBron today, maybe he would go about the decision differently. But in the grand yeah. scheme of things, he has never had any kind of giant colossal screw-up that has significantly tarnished his reputation. He's, he's, he's great. I, I become yeah. more of a fan of, of LeBron as, we, as, as yeah. he continues to show out at 38 years of age. Yeah. I think Johnny start, you know, start posting videos of you playing Legos with your daughter or maybe uh, playing Nerf basketball with her, holding her up and letting her dunk the basketball. Don't, you know what I mean? This, this other crap, this other nonsense, ain't, ain't, not, ain't nothing good to get come from. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. I you, miss, got a family, you got a family, be a family man. I miss Jaw's visit to the zoo to go see Giraffe. Oh, really? They got a Giraffe? Oh, they, they don't. This was. This is old news. Where you been? I've been around, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, so how long ago was this? 
Uh, years ago? Yeah, a couple a couple of years ago, uh, the Memphis Zoo had a, a baby giraffe born, so they named him Jaw-Raff, and there was wow. an awesome video of Jaw meeting Jaw-Raff and, like, giving it a little nose boop and all this kind of stuff. It was, it was, it was very wonderful. Nice, nice. Well, uh, hopefully we can get back to those days so you can live this nonsense alone, this other, this other ignorance. But uh, what, uh, what's y'all's question of the day? Who do you want to see square off in the NBA Finals? I'd like to see uh, the Lakers versus Celtics go back to old school. We oh. can take it back to, uh, you know, the, the 80s with Bird versus Magic. Okay. Toby, Toby Gasol versus the big three of Ray Allen and Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, you know? So, what do y'all think? I mean, what y'all think? I, I, I think that's the direction I'm going as well. I mean, clearly, look, I've, I've said for since the uh, since the Lakers – Knocked the Grizzlies out of the playoffs, so that was the bandwagon that I was going to be on. And then, you know, I, I'm just not. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't dislike the Heat. I mean, Jimmy Butler's great, but I think I'd just rather see the Celtics in this matchup. Yeah, I mean, if and I, you know, Jimmy Butler, I like Jimmy Butler. I got a soft spot for him, Kara. He's he's something else. He's very he's something else. But he's uh he plays hard and he always ups his game in the playoffs. His stats always go up. His play always increases. You know, in the playoffs, a lot of guys they peak out in the regular season, and they, they're 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 they, you know, kind of like Joe, Joel Embiid. He laid a big yeah. egg that last game. Not not Jimmy Butler, but uh, yeah, I like to see Lakers versus Celtics. I think that'd be pretty cool. Agreed. And I love to see Austin Reeves get Finals MVP on top of that. That'd be the icing on the cake for his uh, new contract. That would, that would be wild. Yeah. Anyway, all right, guys, that's all I got. I'll uh, catch you later. Hey, we'll see, see you. Here. Thanks for the phone call. Zach, uh, leaves the phone lines open at 9303776, but you will need to give us a ring during the break because we need to step aside and take one. We'll do so. We'll come back, and, and we'll continue the playoff conversation right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. There are major savings in May at Local Tire and Wheel as we celebrate Memorial Day with Memorial Day deals all month long. All military veterans and all active military members get 25% off a new set of tires. And 25% off tire and wheel packages this month at Local Tire and Wheel. And in honor of our military men and women, all customers get 15% off a new set of tires or tire and wheel packages. Local Tire and Wheel is changing the way you buy your tires. With easy payment plans to fit every budget, no credit check, everyone approved, and six months same as cash. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you six months to pay? Plus, Local Tire and Wheel now offers referral cash back. When current customers refer new customers to us, we'll give you $50 and referral cash on the spot. And in May, all military members and veterans get 25% off. And all new customers get 15% off. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Central Toyota is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next ride and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central Toyota has new 2023 model vehicles arriving daily with APR as low as 3.99% on select models. Come in and reserve yours today. Central also has over 400 certified pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Central Toyota is Central Satisfaction. 3305 Stadium Boulevard and online at Central Toyota. Get your ride. Knock out pretty again with TKO Mobile Detail. 
Cody at TKO Mobile Detail will come to you, and he'll bring a clean that you haven't seen since your ride was brand new. There's no need to get out and fight the traffic. TKO Mobile Detail comes to you. TKO offers everything from a wash and rinse all the way up to a full inside-out detail. From motorcycles to big rigs, TKO will knock you out with how clean your ride will be. Call Cody at TKO for a free estimate. 870-284-2524. That's 870-284-2524. 95.9 The Wolf is once again your home for the St. Louis Cardinals. And you can hear every pitch of the 2023 season. Thanks to Clark Property Insurance, Harris Ford, Jonesville Sports Cards and Memorabilia, Guthrie's, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Glen Sane Motors, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Play It Again Sports, Oldham Law Firm, Boar's Kitchen and Bath, Calmer Solutions, Slim Chickens, JT White Hardware and Lumber, David Martin Office Furniture, Nebo Auto Center, Gourmet Tamales, The Toy Store, and Mid-South Auto Service. This is the place. Hey! Yo! This is my grandson, Mike. It's his 18th birthday. Man. Wow! One of the best years of my life. Well, when I was 18, the ladies used to think I was fine. Yeah, your grandma, maybe. Oh, come on, man! Uh, he's a smart guy, but I thought he could use a little advice today. Mm-hmm. Start putting away some money. Call your mother. And now that you're 18, you need to sign up with the Selective Service System. Remember Jamie Thomas? Yeah. Heard he didn't register and was denied a job with TSA. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's it. Save money, call mom, and register with SSS. Mm-hmm. Hey, Grandpa, this boy got that police head, the kind that roll up and stop wherever he wants to. It's cold, but just cut the boy's head. I don't know what to do with it. Be the man. Register with the Selective Service System today at SSS.gov. Good-looking boy, but ugly head. So I'm having this debate with a landlord. I said, no pets. Can't rent you the apartment. My dog is not a pet. Look, I'm legally blind. I need my guide dog. Sorry, those are the rules. Rules that allow for housing discrimination? So I made a call to HUD. Turns out, landlords must make reasonable accommodations for assistance animals. If you think you've been discriminated against, call HUD at 1-800-669-9777 or go to hud.gov slash fairhousing. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. T-minus 10 minutes until our weekly chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He'll join us at 1.30 here in studio. In the meantime, Carol Ritchie and Ryan James with you. The Right Fiber Hotline is open at 870-930-3776. Who do you want to see square off in the NBA Finals? Of course, uh, we've got the Western Finals, Western Conference Finals. Tipping off tonight, the Eastern Conference Finals tipping off tomorrow. Selfishly, I'm so glad to see a... A uh, start time for this Lakers and Nuggets game at 7.30. Those 9 o'clock tip-offs trying to keep up with Austin Reeves were killing me. Uh, So let me whine for a moment about being old. But I'm ready for this one tonight. I'm excited for this one tonight. I'll be honest with you. You know, I just really don't keep tabs on the Nuggets. And maybe this sounds awful, but they're kind of a boring good team. At least to me. I'm sure there's going to be several people that have a difference of opinion, but... There's just not, I, I just, you, you got Jokic, he's just so good all the time. So consistent all the time <laughs> that he almost just becomes forgotten about. I mean, he had uh, one of his better seasons 
and certainly was in the conversation to win his third straight MVP, although ultimately uh, this year, of course, that went to Embiid. But just so, so, so good. And that's the challenge. Anytime you square off against Denver is how do you handle Jokic? Now, this is such an important game one tonight. And I know I'm stating the obvious here, right? But when you go back and look at how the... If you if you go and you're able to get a win on on your opponent's home court, that's that's big. But the thing with the Grizzlies and also with the Warriors and now with the Nuggets is just how good they're at home. I think we knew that that Memphis had lost what somewhere in the neighborhood of like six games all season at home, and and it was somewhere in the neighborhood of like seven or eight for for the Warriors. And then you look at the Nuggets; they're in the NBA best forty. And seven at home. They haven't lost a playoff game yet in Denver. So, again, let me state the obvious and say how big a game one win would be for L.A. tonight. Let's go to the phones, though, and check in with Trey. How are you? I'm good, Kara. How are you all doing? How you doing well? Thank you for the phone call. Absolutely. Uh, kind of hitting what you're saying there. I, uh, I think Denver, even though it wouldn't be an upset, I think they're going to steal game one. They're in Denver tonight, uh, just because, like you said, Jokic, he's just too good. And uh, just the kind of talent he has as a big man is just once in a lifetime that we'll probably see, um, unless Victor Wimbiana or whatever his name is decides to be kind of a similar player. But I don't see anybody being like a Nikola Jokic for the next 10, 20 years. He's just does so many things well. I mean, if if somehow you can shut him down from a scoring perspective, he's still an excellent rebounder and passer. There's just too many facets of his game to, to control. You just got to hope you can limit him in some way. And as a big guy, he's just so smooth. Like, you get him there at the goal, he just floats it in like it's nothing, literally floats it in like a feather, and then his – Passes are just like a feather floating in the air. I mean, it's just uh, he's just got a smooth skill game all around, and I think that's really going to be a challenge for AD because AD is more of a you know physical, uh, fast playing kind of player. But Jokic is going to go at his own pace, and he's going to beat you at his own pace. That's kind of where I see the Lakers having some trouble. Um, and then, real quick, and I'll let y'all go, the uh, Cardinals are looking very good these last four games. It's, uh, I didn't expect an 18-2 to beatdown on an interdivisional opponent last night. Yeah, no doubt. That was a surprise. Who saw that? Nobody saw that coming. With the way that Flair had pitched previously and the way that this offense had, I mean, the offense looked better, certainly there in, in Boston in the week before at, at Chicago. But still, I mean, come on. This team was not good 10 days ago. And uh, that was a wild score last night. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Boston game, that third game, that offense really kind of got going with the Arenado and uh, the young homers. And But then yesterday it was just like 
if you wanted to get an at-bat, you were going to get a hit, most likely. Because mm-hmm. Milwaukee just could not put anything down the middle that would strike the Cardinals out yesterday. And, uh, and then Andrew Kisner, of all people, comes in and gets a pinch runner, and then he's uh, hitting a grand slam. Like, I mean, Andrew Kisner, a guy who's had to back up Yachty for however many years, is hitting grand slams now. So I don't really know what to think of this team right now, but, you know, the four, the last four or five games, even going back to Chicago, like you said, has been great to watch. But, yeah, last night I just hope their offense doesn't stall out now for another two or three games because they got 18 last night. We'll have to see how it goes. We'll find out at 645. Absolutely. Well, Carrie, y'all have a good one. Hey, you too. Thanks for the phone call, Trey. Uh, we'll have some more open phone lines for you to close out the show. But coming up next, we got a chat with voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He's going to join us in studio right after this here on the Ticket Radio Network. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Warmer weather is here, and it's time to stock up on everything you need for those cookouts, lake trips, get-togethers, and everything else. Mr. T's will make those warm weather days even better with the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. So make the short drive to Mr. T's. Either cross the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. Mr. T's, open 365 days a year. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Today, Glenn Sane's history of quality sales, service, and strong personal relationships that have kept our customers and their families coming back for over 69 years. From my grandpa to my dad to us, service after the sale is a big deal. Whether you're looking to buy a GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and America's largest non-governmental provider of services to law enforcement. USDSA assists city, county, state, and federal law enforcement agencies through our many varied programs, including free safety equipment donations, free officer survival training, cash donations, and condolence letters to the family of law enforcement officers who perish in the line of duty. USDSA also provides a citizen awareness program and thank you cards to law enforcement. These are just some of the ways United States Deputy Sheriff's Association assists America's law enforcement and the citizens they serve. For more information about United States Deputy Sheriff's Association or to see how you can help, please visit usdeputy.org. United States Deputy Sheriff's Association, taking training to the next level because lives are on the line. Matthew. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and 
I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Hello? Uh, I'm a Marine. No matter how you served... My, my buddies from the Army are all gone now. I'm really alone. No matter what you're going through... I keep getting calls about the bills, and I'm trying to get a job. I feel so stuck. We are here for you. If you or a veteran in your life is experiencing thoughts of suicide, dial 988, then press 1 to reach the Veterans Crisis Line. I feel so stuck. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Dial 988, then press 1 to call. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan still with you in a moment. We're going to be joined by a voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. We'll find out what he's doing with all his free time today. Since there's not a... uh, not an A-State midweek going on this week. Of course, that's the case for a lot of teams across the country, with this weekend being the final week of the regular season. Uh, teams either either don't schedule a game today, or a lot of them have also been canceled. As somehow, interestingly enough, it appears that there's inclement weather across 97% of the country today, but, uh, but not in Jonesboro. Talking about how you get to the final Tuesday of the regular season as we welcome in voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, in college baseball, and you see all of these cancellations across the country due to inclement weather. Yeah, it's amazing. And, isn't it works. wild? Like 97% of the country right now, there's a thunderstorm. Yeah, I, I think if there's any kind of <laughs> chance of rain, <laughs> chance of a sprinkle in a lot of places, then... They're going to shut it down. Yeah, we saw that happen last year with A-State and Ole Miss. They're just like, oh, there's a sandstorm that's going to be well, appearing over the time, and we can't we can't make it. Look, as much as you know, we kind of poke fun at it at the time, that was the most genius move Obviously, yeah. ever for Ole Miss to cancel that game. And, you know, it, it worked out for us because what happened was we, we got – the home game that we have them have with them every year moved from May to April, so we don't have to worry about that last minute cancellation, which I'm sure would have happened once again if uh, if we had that on the the schedule for tonight. So I'm glad it worked out the way it did, uh, and they got you know a national championship out of it. By the way, they did cancel on Austin P today. That was there. I saw that yesterday. <laughs> But we'll we'll move on and we'll focus solely on Arkansas State for the next few minutes. Uh, the Red Wolves went to Boone. They they needed a sweep to happen. It just wasn't a sweep that that they needed. Yeah, a sweep went the wrong direction, yeah. and just uh, hated it for the guys because of how bad they clearly wanted it. And I will tell you and mention it on the podcast as well this week. 
the energy in that dugout was just off the charts, Friday and Saturday especially. And, you know, you start the game two hours late. We didn't start the Friday night game until, I think, 8.02 on Friday night. And then, you know, we're going along. We're down 4 nothing after five, but we, we find a little bit of life in yeah. the sixth inning score a couple of times. We got the bases loaded and one out and then a downpour hits and we have to pause play and you know, it's an hour and I think thirty seven minute rain delay. And the coaches finally got together with the uh, crew chief and they uh they decided they were going to resume play. And I talked about this on the air if you were up really, really late with me on Friday nights. <laughs> You know, Coach Raffo finds out that news and goes over and tells the team, and everybody kind of huddles around him. And as soon as he said, we're going to keep playing, a huge roar goes out from the team. There was nothing like that from App State. They're just kind of moving around over there, some of them anyway. But uh, you could tell just how bad our guys wanted it. And the chatter from the dugout was just um, nothing like I could remember in a long time. And – then we come out of the rain delay. Will French hits a bases clearing triple. We go up, add another run in the uh, top of the seventh, and go up six to four. And unfortunately, a couple of defensive lapses there in the bottom of the seventh uh, didn't help as you know they come back and score three times. And then, unfortunately, kind of a similar story yeah. on Saturday. You know, you're you're leading the entire game, uh, and then give up a three run home run with two outs in the bottom of the eighth, and you end up losing 11 to 10. And so so a rough weekend. Yeah, and yes. Sunday was forgettable. Yeah, at that point, I mean, obviously, you know you're eliminated from postseason contention. The guys, I thought, you know, there was still a lot of energy before the game. And, you know, yes, I know we got run-ruled in that game on Sunday, but it was 8-4 to four going into the bottom of the seventh. And, you know, they explode for the big inning and end up getting the, the walk-off uh, run rule win so yes that that made for uh, i'm sure a very long bus ride home um again the the results not what you want to see but there were a couple of players that that you know have continued to kind of surge towards the finish here and all of a sudden Braden caskey has just <laughs> flipped a switch at the tail end of the season and he keeps moving up higher in the lineup and, and delivering just about every time he's at the plate yeah he's a spark plug and uh, i know we sat here last tuesday before the little rock game and you know, that was uh, a really fun moment yeah. that night when he came up with the game tied in the bottom of the ninth and hit the walk-off home run. It was the first walk-off for any Red Wolf in over four years. So uh, that was really neat. But, I mean, he had uh, a couple of hits in, in that game. Uh, I think he also had a two-run triple in that game against Little Rock. And then, you know, I think he had multiple hits in each of the first two games over the weekend. He's just a hit machine. And, and you know, I, I love uh, love his energy out there. He He's extremely aggressive on the base paths. And, uh, you know, there, there was a moment, uh, I think, in the game, uh, it may have been the Sunday game against Old Dominion, where he scored from second on a sack fly. And uh, we scored twi- two runs on a sacrifice fly in that game. So, yeah, that's the kind of uh, – that's the kind of player you got with with Braden Caskey, and certainly somebody you you look at as you go into next season, and uh, can definitely be a, a much bigger part of uh, of what this A State baseball team looks like. Yeah, it's been fun to watch him at at the end of the season. Of course, 
everybody knew going in that there would be high expectations for Brandon Hager, and I think maybe we even talked about him last week or the week before, but got to call another Hager bomb over the weekend, and yeah. now that uh, on-base streak is at 39 games? 39, yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, got another year left, too, and he's already number five all by himself on the uh, single season, excuse me, uh, on the career home run chart. And then he's tied for fifth now on the single season home run list. So, uh, yeah, just uh, you, you look at him and if he is back here next year, and hopefully he is, uh, he can definitely uh, break that career home run record. He's only five away from tying it. And hopefully he puts a whole lot of padding on that. Uh, record as well but uh, he, he's he's had a very nice year that was his 13th home run the other night and uh, I was talking about him with coach Raffo before the game we had a long talk before the game on Sunday and he said you know it, it's been a pleasant surprise what he's been able to do defensively at first base he was kind of moved to first base out of necessity it was mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of an experiment when he made that move uh, about midseason but he, he's been very solid over there uh, defensively so you can look at that going into next year as well one more series left to play uh, Red Wolves are going to host South Alabama to wrap up the season it is a Thursday Friday Saturday series always have to remind, remind yeah. myself of that when it when it changes but A-State I believe still has an opportunity to to play spoiler they're going to be sitting at home for the Sunbelt tournament but maybe they can make the Jags sit at home too yeah I think South Alabama has to sweep and maybe Georgia State has to get swept if if that's going to happen so it's a long shot for South Alabama but yeah one win for the Red Wolves could definitely spoil any kind of chances that South Alabama has at making the conference tournament so why not why not you want to finish strong <laughs> again the energy around the team's great and yeah, I, I don't want to knock last year's team, but at the same time, that's you know, one of the things Coach Raffo and I talked about yesterday. At this point last year, I'm not going to say the guys mailed it in, but I'm going to say the energy around this team is so much better right now because the guys just want to improve. They want to make the most out of these final three games, and, and that's really clear just hearing them from – the dugout and watching their energy on the field, which is a, a good sign going into the off season. Again, uh, wrapping up the season at the Tom six six and one the Thursday, Friday, Saturday game mm-hmm. times. We've talked a lot today about the weekend of champions that we're going to be broadcasting here on the ticket, but I've failed to mention shame on me that that means a state baseball will be on KBTM uh, this week. That's so right. I want to make sure we we let everybody know about that change as well. But of course, Senior Day on Saturday always a good time. So looking forward to this series yeah we'll keep you posted on senior day i I, you know we'll see if that's moved to friday or if we we stick with saturday on that but we'll uh that that is uh not in stone right now i don't think so see this is what happened when you when you joke about the entire country having inclement weather then you well (laughs) you you know you want to play it safe and and you know i think the the forecast is looking better for saturday but we'll we'll see how how it goes i mean uh, i'm sure Baseball and athletics will keep everybody posted yeah. on that. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, baseball coaches are pretty much like part meteorologists anyway. So they, they have to be. Yeah, so they've got it. Uh, they'll have it under control. Uh, we'll hear you on the broadcast then on KBTM. But in the meantime, everybody can listen to Voice of the Red Wolves. Matt Soltz on this week's podcast, correct? Yeah. Uh, me and Bobo had a great visit with uh, Paulina Meyer. And what a great story she is. You know, she's been here since 2017. She's from Germany. Um uh, 
just a outstanding young lady, number one. But, you know, she's got her name written all over the record books at this point. Um, she She's coming off a phenomenal performance yeah. at the Outdoor Championships. She won all three of her events, triple gold, so 30 points. And, um, you know, Brad brought up the point to her that she had outscored four of the teams that were at the meets just by herself. And uh, she had a great reaction to that during the press conference as well. She gave a very politically correct answer initially, but she later admitted that, (laughs) yeah, that's really cool. So um, anyway, she, and she's getting ready to go to regional. She's going to compete in the steeplechase at uh, the regionals next week in Sacramento. But, uh, an extremely hard worker. I think we finished our interview yesterday, and she had to go out for uh, her afternoon run, which I think was about 13 miles, she said. Cool. So, yeah. you know, I, I think, Ryan, did you get that in yesterday? I, I didn't know if you were going to full 13. or Not full 13, no. I hit just cut about it to 12. 10, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Just you ran that. 12 miles yesterday? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? I was like, I can't measure up to 13, though. I wish I could. But she seems so casual about it. That yeah, I've got to I've got to get in thirteen this afternoon. Well, I remember when we've had you know pre conference championships uh, conversations with with the cross country coach mm-hmm. Jesse Duvall, and it'd be like you know leading up to the championships, we really lessen the workload and we just have them do light runs and I'm like so. What's a light day? And he's like, oh, like ten miles. I'm just like, what is wrong with all of you? <laughs> Like, I have trouble standing. (laughs) It's just completely different. She she was talking about some of her routes, and I guess, you know, obviously they start over at the track complex, but she was talking about how they would end up at KFC. And I said, well, which KFC? And she was saying, oh, the one over by Walmart. I said, you mean this one over here? (laughs) (laughs) Right here on Parker Road? And I guess that makes sense. I mean, running there and uh, and back, I guess would would be around that distance. But it was uh, it was very wanna, casual. I don't want to drive across town half the time from <laughs> campus to Parker Road. Yeah, running. For sure. But uh, that's a day in the life of of these athletes. Did you tell Paulina you're a runner? No, I. I I'm not a runner compared to her. Okay. I'm not not in that universe. I see you running quite frequently. It's been, actually, it's been a while since I've. uh, I used to see you running quite frequently. Now that is probably accurate, yes. (laughs) I I mean, I try to run every single day because, you know, working at a radio always with the computer and stuff, you want to get out and move a little yeah, bit you're too. Just sitting so, down yeah, there, yeah, yeah, I try to run around the neighborhood at least once a day, but no, not 13. (laughs) Not Not 13 miles. miles. Nope, not that. She, uh, it was a really good visit. So check out uh, the Second to None podcast, and uh, you can get that anywhere you get your podcast. Okay, that's uh, dropped today, and again, baseball starting up on Thursday, the final series of the season. What are you gonna do with all your free time when all the A State sports are done? <laughs> well, a lot of softball. Okay, all right, yeah. That's our life. Whenever there's no A State game, my twelve year old is. Uh, Really, really invested in it. It's a great game, and uh, we got a lot of tournaments coming up. So I'm still going to be at a ballpark somewhere, even when the season's over. Catch Matt Stoltz (laughs) at a softball park near you.
That's a safe bet. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Always fun. We've got to step aside. We'll take one more break and come back to come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on The Workday Red Zone. Trade in and trade up at Cavanaugh Chevrolet Buick GMC. Now through May 22nd, get $1,000 trade-in assistance for self-tax paid or no payment for 90 days on all new vehicles. Trade up to a new 2023 Chevy Silverado Crew Cab. Now up to $7,000 off MSRP. Trade up to a new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500. Now up to $6,000 off MSRP. Or trade up to a new 2023 Buick Encore. Now up to $3,000 off MSRP. See our entire inventory at KavanaughGM.com. At Kavanaugh, every vehicle purchase comes with free delivery, a money-back guarantee, and a free maintenance plan. Trade up to a new 2023 Chevy Silverado Crew Cab, now up to $7,000 off MSRP. Or trade up to a new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500, now up to $6,000 off MSRP. Only at Kavanaugh Chevrolet Buick GMC and Walnut Ridge. Or KavanaughGM.com. Us have trading to qualify. See dealer for details. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and i got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the Comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. Farmers, Pico Foods is now booking new crop corn in Milo. This seventh largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, Pico Foods believes in supporting local producers, and they're currently booking new crop corn and milo with delivery accepted as early as August and at always competitive prices. Call today. In Arkansas, Missouri, David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, contact Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. This Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, your exclusive home of the 2023 State High School Baseball and Softball Tournaments is the Ticket Radio Network, 95.3, 96.9, and 970 KDA and 1041 KBRI. Games begin at 10 a.m. each day and we'll have every
every pitch of every game, including Riverside Softball, Friday at 1, Green County Tech Softball, Saturday at 1, Rivercrest Baseball, Saturday at 4, and Valley View Baseball, Saturday night at 7. State Finals coverage on the Ticket Radio Network is presented by Centennial Bank, Jonesboro Acoustical and Drywall, ADA Baptist, Cavanaugh Auto Group, Focus Bank, Arkansas State University, Alexander's Machine Shop, Glensane Motors, Discount Metal Roofing, Farmers and Merchants Bank, XPT Training Center, Domino's Pizza, Clark Property Insurance, Air Today, Vision Care Center, Lost Pizza, Nebo Auto Center, Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, First National Bank, Central Ford, Central Toyota, Central Chevrolet, Central Nissan, and Central Buick GMC. It's the 2023 State Championships on the Ticket Radio Network. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, home stretch here on the ticket. Big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, who was with us in the previous segment. If you missed that chat, you can find it later this afternoon at 953theticket.com. Just a couple things to throw your way before we get out of here today. Uh, one, I want to take another peek at our KavanaughCars.com question to see what that poll looks like right now. Again, we've been asking you today, who do you want to see? square off in the NBA Finals. we got the Western Conference Finals tonight. The Eastern Conference Finals are going to tip off tomorrow, and it is runaway Lakers-Celtics. I, I thought, I thought that might that might win due to the history of that matchup. But, you know, I, I guess I thought maybe we'd have a few more LeBron haters kind of voting on the poll as well. But 64% of you voting Lakers-Celtics. Uh, Lakers heat, Nuggets-Celtics, and Nuggets heat all get 12% of your vote apiece. So, Again, Lakers-Celtics runaway winner, 7.30 is when that is going to tip off. That question is brought to you by KavanaughCars.com, a place uh, that is clearly a one-stop shop for your car buying needs, but you can also sell your vehicle via KavanaughCars.com. What you do is you go ahead and head to the website. Right across the top of the page, you're going to see a banner that says, We Buy Cars. Click here now. So that's exactly what you do. You'll type in just a, a very small amount of information, you know, your name, your phone number, so they can contact you. And the next thing you know, somebody from Kavanaugh is going to reach out about how you can start the process of selling them your vehicle. And it's it's just so easy. There's no haggling. Um, there's no scammers. There's no spammers like you're going to have to deal with on social media. Uh, you're just going to take Kavanaugh a vehicle, and they're going to give you a check. And you can find out more about it at KavanaughCars.com. Um, when you look at uh, at tonight's game, just quickly, we've talked already a little bit about Lakers and Nuggets, but I wanted to go back and check and see how these teams, ooh, my brain just shut off, how these teams fared against each other in the regular season. And well, two and two was the, was the series uh, matchup there. So, Denver won the first time they met. Then the Lakers won game two of the regular season. Lakers won game three of the regular season. And Denver won game four. But here's the interesting thing about those four matchups. They all occurred January 9th or even prior to that. The Lakers that are on the court right now are completely different than the four Lakers teams that were on the court in those four previous matchups. For example, the last time these teams played, which was on January the 9th, and, and Denver won 122-109, to 109, uh, Russell Westbrook was the leading scorer for the Lakers. Feels like an eon ago. 
So clearly, uh, that is not going to be what this one looks like tonight at all. So it's very difficult to get any kind of regular season statistical comparison with these two teams uh, just based on that Lakers roster and how different it is from when they when they met previously. Of course, uh, in the NBA tonight, you got the draft lottery. So if you want to sit around and watch a bunch of ping pong balls, well, have fun. That's not necessarily really how it goes. But uh, who it's, it's the Spurs and the Pistons, and I'm leaving out a team that all have the highest odds to land that number one pick. That will unfold tonight. One more thing to leave you with before the music hits, which I guess we're probably about a minute away from. But some good news coming from the North Carolina Zoo. Last week, they announced that they have had not one, but two litters of critically endangered red wolf pups that were born there at the zoo. The first litter, born to parents Marsh and Roan, had three pups, and the second, born to Denali and May, had six. So nine red wolf pups. Both litters were born behind the scenes as a part of the zoo's contributions to the American Red Wolf Safe program. So again, that's at the North Carolina Zoo. And they will continue to check on the pups and uh, hopefully tweet out some more updates. I'm excited to follow those little Red Wolf pups. I'm ex- Look, I'm always down to talk about puppies. <laughs> and I'm always down to talk about Red Wolves. So you mix the two and hey, we'll find a way to always, always work it in the conversation. But uh, that's the end of all of our conversations today because it's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. Thank you to everybody who called, commented, texted, and tweeted. Hope you all keep it right here because we've got the Dan Patrick Show on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And we'll actually wrap up our week on the Workday Red Zone tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this week. Cannot wait to talk with you tomorrow. Have a great, great day.